Welcome to Simply Paws, a fun show full of positive stories and information for dog lovers with your host, Donna Jean Chabunko. I want you to love me like my dog does, baby. When I come home, I want you to just go crazy. He never looks at me like he might hate me. I want you to love me like my dog. Good morning and welcome to Simply Pause. Today we have a special guest from the Humane Society of Carroll County, and it is Amanda Tyler, and she's the program's coordinator. And we're going to be talking about all kinds of things going on at the Humane Society this year and ways that you can help and um, some new exciting things that are going on as well. So good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. Glad you're here. So let's talk about some of the things. Now, one thing I wanted to mention was uh, you had a really neat program um, around the holidays, and it was called Home for the Holidays. And um, I actually met someone who participated in the program, and um, they now have a new dog. So tell me about that program. Well, the Home for the Holidays is an amazing program we started a few years back. Our goal every holiday is to send every animal home with a family for two weeks. So the cats and the dogs and small critters, they all go home with a family to get that love and attention they deserve. That's awesome. I didn't realize it. So it's not only the dogs, it's the cats and anything else you have here. Okay. And then obviously the goal is that you want them to fall in love with the animal and hopefully adopt them. Yes. That's always our goal in we, but they always help us by getting them out of here, and then they give them the love and attention they deserve, and um, sometimes they help us find adopters for them through their friends. But all, overall, it's a win-win program, and it's wonderful to see them all go home. Yeah, I would think that's a great opportunity for the dogs to get, yeah, get out of the environment and get some cuddles and, and some love and affection, so that's kind of cool. Now, how many years have you guys been doing that? I think about this is our fifth year, um, and it was just wonderful to see all the open cages here and everybody going home. And what what a great thing about it is it helps reduce the stress level of the animals, gets them home, gets them the calm, and it really helps aid in getting them adopted in the end. Yeah, I would think so. Even if um, even if the family that they stay with might not adopt them, it certainly gives them an opportunity to, to be seen and met by other people, maybe a family member or something. <laughs> so that's awesome. But, yeah, I met a dog as I was coming in that um, the family was going to be keeping, so that's that's awesome. That's a good Christmas story. I like that. So, all right. So what are some other things that are going on here now? I know with COVID and things like that, it was a little disappointing that last year um, you weren't able to have the uh, Tales of Twilight again. So that's an important event. So tell, tell everyone about how important that is and what are some of the things that you're doing to make up for that. Well, the Tales of Twilight is our biggest fundraiser every year. So for the last two years, unfortunately, we had to cancel it due to COVID. So we're trying to get new programming and be a little bit more creative with what we can do. So I always encourage everybody, if you want to know what's going on at the Humane Society, go ahead and follow us on social media or, follow, or turn on our website and look and see what we're doing. The best way you can support us is to know what's going on and help share that with your friends. Yeah, and that's very true because you guys do do a lot of stuff. Like last year, obviously, you did have the Wolfstock, so that was awesome. And um, so you're going to be having that again this year. Talk a little bit about that. 
Yes, we um, started um, our wolf stock at the Ag Center this past summer. We're continuing it at the Ag Center. It'll be on June 18th from 12 to 5. It's going to be an amazing fundraiser for us. Um, we have live music, a ton of different vendors, food and drinks, um, puppy yoga, in case you want to participate in that. Um, we had reptiles and animal demonstrations, a petting zoo. Um, so just a ton of things, very family-oriented, and we'd love to see you there. Yeah, last year it was a lot of fun, and I, I didn't get to try the puppy yoga, but maybe I'll have to try that this year. There's always a lot of things going on there. That was a really fun, fun day. So what are some – oh, I know I was going to ask you about – you said that you guys were doing some um, renovations here, so talk a little bit about what's going on here. Yes, here we're always trying to renovate and just make everything much better for our animals. Um, so currently we are running a fundraiser to get new cages for our cat room. Um, the current cages are the standard cage – we're working on getting the ones that have glass backs to them, and they're quieter when you open them. So overall, it just reduces the stress, and it just makes it a quiet and calm environment for animals. Currently, we're about $10,000 away from our goal of getting all new cages for the cat room. Um, so if you're able to support us by giving us a monetary donation, that would be wonderful. If not, there's a ton of other ways that you can get involved. That's awesome. So only $10,000 away. So that's, that's pretty good. So everybody, if you can help. How about now? So what are some other things that you're going to be doing this year? I know you usually have uh, your yard sale. So how does that go? Yes, um, we have a yard sale usually in the spring and fall. Um, all of our items are donated um, by Graceful Transitions and also by community members. Um, so if you're starting to think about cleaning out your house or um, a lot of people are moving right now, um, if you see anything as far as household items or pet supplies or anything that you think would go over well with somebody else taking it, by all means, um, you're welcome um, to put that aside. And then when we start advertising for donations, you can definitely drop those off and help us raise money for the animals. Okay, do you have the dates yet for your yard sales? Um, we don't, but again, just watch our Facebook or social media, and we'll be publishing those as soon as we can. Okay, great. And we'll, and I'll certainly let people know about it as well. Let's see, what other things, what, is, what are just some ways, like you said, Tales of Twilight is your biggest fundraiser, and it is disappointing when you have to cancel it the second year in a row. So, um, and it's very important for your, for your fundraising. What are some ways that people might be able to get involved or help you guys out that maybe not necessarily monetarily, but obviously that's helpful, but if they want to do other things to help you guys out? Well, um, helping us out can just be as simple as sharing one of our Facebook posts or telling somebody about one of our events. Or if you have some time on your hands, um, we're always looking for volunteers. You have to be at least 16 to volunteer in the shelter. But if you, if you love animals, we'd be happy to have you come in and help with the cats or the dogs, maybe do some dog walking. Um, so there's different ways to, do, to be involved with volunteering. You can also foster an animal. Um, we are always looking for cat and kitten fosters. Um, so different things like that you can definitely get involved with. Okay, now what's involved if someone wants to be a volunteer? What Do they have to go through a, any kind of training program or what, what's involved with that? Um, the first step would just be to reach out to us and give us a call. Just ask for me, Amanda, the volunteer coordinator. Um, and then you would just have to pick a date to start. With cat cleaning and dog kennel cleaning, we'll just give you a quick rundown of what to do. Dog walking, we'll show you how to harness up the animals and walk them safely. It's just a brief training, but we can usually accommodate your schedule. That's cool. I did dog walking for a while, way back when, and uh, that is fun. And it's, it's so good for the dogs to get them out and about, and uh, especially you've got Great property here to, to roam around at. So tell us why it's so important for people to volunteer. 
Well, we are a nonprofit shelter. Um, we have a small staff here of about 14 full-timers. Um, we're an open admission shelter, so we get domestic animals from all across the shelter coming in. Um, we see thousands of animals a year. Um, so we're very reliant and also appreciative of any time or any effort you could put in to help us with our animals. Um, so, again, just coming in, it really helps make a difference um, in the animals. It helps them get adopted. Okay. So, well, with this past year, like, obviously 2020 was more COVID-related things. Well, actually, 2021, too, has been turned into that. But how have the adoptions with dogs and cats been? We've been doing really well with adoptions. Um, we've helped over 3,600 animals find, find homes in 2021, which is a little bit down from previous years before COVID, but still doing a phenomenal job. We work so hard here to find every animal a home and get them out here um, into loving homes where they deserve to be. Now, did you see, like, in 2020 that that was the big talk that, you know, there was a big surge in people adopting pets because everyone was home, you know, wanting companionship, things like that. But 2021, a little different people were going back to work. So how did that affect the adoption? You said you were down a little bit. Do you think that's why? Yeah, I think so. Just with everybody getting back into work and figuring out what their new schedule looks like, um, we were down a little bit with adoptions, but not dramatically. We're still doing a wonderful job in getting them out. At the current moment, um, we only have about 10 cats for adoption, I believe. Um, so again, we're doing really wonderful. A lot of been, a lot of people have been adopting for the holidays and taking them home. So again, we're just very appreciative of everybody coming and adopting an animal from us. So how many how many dogs could you house here? We have two sides to our kennel. Um, we have a stray side, so any animal that's found comes in. We hold it for the owners to find them. Um, so I would say there's about 16 animals that we can we usually have up for adoption. Right now, I believe there's about eight dogs available. So I encourage you, if you're interested in adopting, to go ahead onto our website, hscarol.org, check out what available animals we have, and then just give us a call, and we can set up an adoption appointment for you. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you what is involved with if someone is interested, if they see a dog and they are interested in having a visit with a dog, what, what do they have to do then? We have an application process now, so if you're interested in adopting, um, just call call us and we can send you an email application. You would just fill that out, and once you're approved, we'll schedule an appointment for you, and then you can come in and meet the different dogs that you're interested in. How long, how many times can you come in and play with the dog to make sure <laughs> that it's okay? I mean, like, it's different now. Obviously, you probably have more restrictions of people coming in and out, so they have to make an appointment. And then how much time do they get to spend with the dog? Well, it's really how much time you need. Um, a lot of people, they know immediately that that dog is for them. Other people, they want to bring their own dogs. They want to bring their children. They really want to spend ample time with that animal. So it's, it's very um, dependent on what your needs are, but we're here to make sure it's a good fit and accommodate um, as the best we can. Okay, that's good. I was going to say, what are some of the, is there a certain type of dog that you guys are seeing? I know some of the other rescues that I've talked to, like you know, the they get their animals, they're rescuing them from down south. So sometimes it's a lot of hounds because the situation down south. So do you guys see a certain, a certain breed or do you really get a mixture? We tend to get a mixture. Sometimes we do have a, a bit more pit bull mixes in the shelter, which is pretty standard across the industry. But we tend to get a mixture of different dogs. So, again, my best bet um, and best advice is if you're looking to adopt, just follow our website every day. Every time we have an available dog, it gets posted on the website right away. Um, so if you see something you're interested in, go ahead and give us a call and be happy to discuss all the different animals with you. Okay. Do you guys get any rescues? Like, do you help 
other shelters from other places, you know, get them out of a kill shelter and come up here. Is, is that something that you guys do as well? Um, that we do primarily with our cat department. Um, we've been so successful with our cat adoptions um, that we actually help other shelters out when they get overpopulated with cats, do transports as, as we can. We have adoption centers in PetSmart in the area and also at Bauman's in Westminster. Both places are wonderful in helping us get the cats out, get, getting them noticed and getting them adopted. And we've been doing uh, adoptions in about four to six days once the cat arrives at the, at the center. That's great. Now, do you take, you used to have, I guess you still do, the, the cat, like a cat trailer. Do you still have that? We have a cat adoption trailer. Um, we usually take that to our Wolfstock events, um, and we try to do community events where we can take the animals um, a few times a year. So we definitely still have that, um, but we're so lucky here. We have an amazing support system. We're doing great adoptions, um, so we don't have to use the trailer as much, which is a wonderful thing. Okay, so tell me a little bit about, you mentioned Bauman's, so tell me a little bit about how Bauman's and PetSmart, they have adoption events, like how often and, and information about that. Um, well, Bauman's actually houses the animals for us. PetSmart does as well, but Bauman's has cages. They'll take rabbits and small critters and also a few cats at a time. So if you're interested in adopting, you're welcome to stop down there and see um, what they have available during their business hours. PetSmart, um, we have adoption centers in about 10 different PetSmarts in South Central Pennsylvania and, and Maryland. The local Westminster one has our cats in them. So the staff are well-trained. They actually um, help um, talk to the families about what the different cats are and what their needs are and helps adopt them out for us. Great. That's great that Bauman's, Bauman's sponsors the show, obviously. And they're, that's great because, you know, you can get a pet there, then you can get everything you need there for whatever animal you've got. Um, so that's awesome that Bauman's is helping you out with that. So now, Amanda, tell people that there are, there are lots of ways to help. Like we said, you can volunteer your time and obviously some funds, but you also have what we you call the wish list. So tell us about that. Yes, if you go on our website, um, we have a wish list. We also we have Amazon, and we also just have a short list of our most needed supplies. As you can guess, with animals, we're always going through paper towels and baby wipes and newspapers and things of that sort. Um, we're always using bath-sized towels to put in the cages for the animals, um, dog food, treats, toys, anything of that nature. Um, so if you want to be involved, um, you can always donate supplies. I've had a few um, younger um children that aren't old enough to volunteer in the shelter, but they wanted to do a project. Um, so we have children that will run a donation drive for us. So they'll make a flyer, they'll post it around, and then they'll collect all their do donations and drop them off. So if you're interested in doing anything like that, um, again, we're appreciative, and you can reach out for more information. Okay, that's great. You do take now you take donations of, like, towels and blankets and sheets and things like that, right? Yes, um, we take donations of that sort. It's always best to call if you have a larger donation, just because we're limited on storage space here um, but again if there's anything you'd like to donate if we can't use it we can also work with other rescues in the area and they can use it as well okay well that's great yeah because I know um, whenever I'm purging towels and blankets and sheets and things like that it's like where can I take these take them to a, either a rescue or to the Humane Society because that's they always need things like that so all right great um, is there any other things that you wanted to mention to share I would just say if you're interested in being involved, just go ahead and reach out to us. We'd be happy to answer any questions. Um, and it's just very important to get involved somehow. So, again, if you just share a post or you come to one of our events, please just find a way to support us. We're very appreciative of it. That's great. And they do do a lot of great things. So, Amanda, give the, uh, the website if people want to get some more information. It's hscarroll.org, H-S-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.org. 
and they can get the information about pets that are available, volunteering, and any and your events, and everything is on there. Yep, everything's on the website, um, and if you need to reach out for more specific questions, all of our contact emails are on there. So by all means, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to help. Okay, great. Well, thanks for sharing all this. Speedside does some great things, and uh, we're always happy to help. I'm always glad to hear when dogs get adopted, you know, get get happy homes. So if you can help in any way, again, Amanda gave the website. You can volunteer. You don't necessarily have to volunteer with money, but, you know, volunteer your time. But then also don't forget they are trying to raise some money for the cat renovation room. That would be great if you guys can help with that. So thanks, Amanda, and uh, we'll keep in touch and let, we'll let everybody know when your yard sale is. And then let's give the date again for Wolfstock is June 18th, and that's going to be at the Ag Center. So, um Certainly we'll get, as that approaches, we'll get lots more information about that. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. We appreciate the support. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Amanda, and I thank her again for being here and sharing some information with us. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to come back and tell you about a dog that ice skates. Good pups deserve nothing but the best treats, but not all treats are created equal. New exclusive comfort care snacks by Purina are designed with your dog's digestive health in mind. Your pooch will go crazy for the peanut butter, chicken, and pork flavors, and their digestive system will appreciate the wholesome ingredients like whole grains, probiotics, beet, pulp, fiber, and chicory root. With exclusive comfort care snacks, you can spoil your dog without disrupting their digestive health. Sold exclusively at Purina Pet Food Retailers. Pick some up today at Bauman's Feeding Pet in Westminster. Your dog will thank you. How would you like a great cup of coffee? That could also help a pup in need of a forever home. This is John Davis, and I'm a pilot for Pilots and Paws, and I want to encourage you to stop by Hans Pork and Beans. Grab some breakfast or lunch and pick up a pound of WTTR's Midday Cafe Blend, and a portion of that coffee purchase will go to help Pilots and Paws continue our efforts to bring deserving animals to their new forever homes across the country. Just stop in to Hans and look for the WTTR Midday Blend display with the Pilots and Paws sign. And together, we can help more dogs reach their forever homes with every bag of coffee sold thanks to Hans, WTTR, and helping Pilots and Paws. Simply Pause. Thanks for sharing your Saturday morning with us. Hope you enjoyed uh, hearing about the Humane Society and what Amanda was talking about. And uh, definitely we'll keep you informed about Whoopstock, the upcoming event in June, and um, their progress on their new cat cages. So, all right. Now, here's something really, this was the greatest thing I saw. This is about Benny, who ice skates, okay? Um, he's a Labrador retriever, and he recently gained popularity for his on-ice performances at the Golden Knights NHL hockey games in Las Vegas. So, and there's a picture of him. He is adorable with his ice skates on. So, here's what happened. Benny is an eight-year-old Labrador retriever, and he is owned by Cheryl Del Sangro, and uh, was named the American Kennel Club's 2021 exemplary companion for his work with the NHL's Las Vegas Golden Knights and various local charities. He gained his popularity through his appearances at Golden Knights hockey games at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, where he dazzles crowds on his pair of custom skates. The idea began in August of 2018 with photographer Rick Vierkant, who asked Cheryl if her dog 
could partake in a cheer video for the Golden Knights for the American Kennel Club. And in the clip, Benny holds a hockey stick in his mouth and prances around on the ice while chasing pucks. After watching the video, a light bulb went off in Cheryl's head, and she started to think that she could teach him to skate. She thought she taught her daughter how to ice skate when she was only 17 months old, and she figured that Benny had better balance than a toddler, so uh, why not, right? In no time at all, Benny found his footing on the ice, and Cheryl told the AKC that no one expected the Labrador to learn to skate on his first try, let alone love the activity. But after the stunning discovery, Cheryl designed Benny a set of special ice skates with a friend of hers that helped sculpt using an altered dog boot at the top of the shoe. Since his first time on skates, Benny has made impressive progress, and the pup showed off his various skills and clips posted on YouTube by Bark Gallery in January. And this includes his effortless transition out of a lying down position, turning corners, and stopping on his own. He no longer goes front to back with his skates. He pushes out side to side. He also has taught himself to stop with a reverse snowplow move, and he also learned to skate in reverse a short distance. To a major degree, he is self-taught. So when he isn't skating for the Golden Knights, Benny is skating for charity with Spectrum on Ice, an ice skating program for children with autism and other developmental disabilities. So I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. And there's a picture of Benny on his ice skates. I haven't had a chance to check out the YouTube video, but you know I'm going to do that. I just thought this was such a sweet story about the dog who ice skates. Who, who knew? But you know what? Nothing surprises me with dogs. They're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. So here's another fun story. We love stories about pups helping humans on their jobs. So here's a story about Birdie the Sea Tow Dog. She is one of the most adorable working dogs out there. Birdie is a three-year-old Weimaraner who spends her workdays helping Captain Tim Sanzone, the general manager of Sea Tow, covering New Jersey's Atlantic coastline. Sea Tow provides 24-7 assistance for boaters who need towing, jump starts, fuel delivery, and other marine services to boaters. Sea Tow captains bring along dogs like Birdie, who ride along with them to provide help and comfort to those experiencing trouble on the water. Birdie plays a vital role in comforting people in a wide variety of stressful boating situations, says Captain Tim. She especially loves meeting children and other dogs. Captain Tim says the typical day for him and Birdie is anything but typical. A sea tow captain's day can start with anything from routine maintenance to a sinking vessel. He says that having a canine co-worker on the job can help team members keep up morale. With service coverage for boaters spanning the entire eastern seaboard, Gulf Coast, and Southern California, there are several hero dogs who, like Birdie, give a boost to their boat captains and boaters in need, who enlist the help of Seto when they find themselves in stressful situations like groundings, accidents, or even when they run out of fuel. Being a Seto captain can also be challenging, and there's no doubt Birdie always brings a calm to the daily life. Oftentimes, the hours are long and the days turn to night, and Birdie provides inspiration for those long days. Some of Birdie's favorite perks of the job are making friends with the team and boaters, swimming, playing with kids, hanging out with her dog mom, Stacy, Tim's wife, and rolling in mud puddles and eating watermelon, which is her favorite food. She's filled with energy and life and never misses the opportunity to go for a boat ride, rescue mission, or late-night salvage. Birdie has quite a personality and always brings a smile to everyone she meets on and off the sea tow boat. Well, I hope that no one ever finds themselves in, uh, in, in maritime distress, but um, I would definitely hope that when help comes, they would have a sweet and adorable dog like Birdie. So I just thought that was really cool about a dog who escorts her, her dog parent on the job. So Birdie the Sea Toe Dog.
Well, that's about it for today. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to the last two weeks shows that I had, my guest was Kathy Callahan, and she has a great book about her experience with fostering puppies. And so if you haven't had a chance to check that out, check that out on demand. And I have to tell you, I'm reading a new book. I just started this new book about this dog, Judy. Her name is Judy. And she's a she's not a Weimaraner, but she's a, a pointer. The story is about how she helped in World War II aboard some of the Coast Guard boats. So I thought that was kind of ironic that I found a story about a dog on a boat and I'm reading this new book about it. It really is an amazing book, and some of the stories that I've read so far about what she's done are amazing. She would hear planes flying overhead before anybody else and all these other things. And there's actually the chapter that I read the other night talked about a lot of other dogs in uh, war situations. They talked about Stubby. They talked about Chip, which are a couple of dogs that uh, I had talked about with Katie Townsley when we were talking about military working dogs. So when I finish more of the book, I'm going to bring that in and share some of those stories because they were just amazing stories about what these dogs did to help our soldiers. I also wanted to share really quickly with you, last weekend was my birthday and Elvis's birthday, my little dog Elvis. We took a trip to Greenville, South Carolina. It is such a dog-friendly town. It was absolutely amazing. I met dogs nonstop, and it was just so much fun. I met a lab puppy, and I met a little Yorkie, and I met a Great Pyrenees, and I met, I mean, just so, so many dogs, and it was so fun. Just everywhere you went, you could take your dog. And we went into a bookstore, and I had to laugh because it had a sign that says no dogs, but little Elvis had already walked three miles. We had walked all over through this park. And so I put him in his little pouch that I have. I carried him in in the little pouch, and he fell asleep in my arms as I'm walking through the bookstore. It was just adorable. People just thought it was the cutest thing in the world that he was so tired (laughs) and that he was in this little pouch, and he was so happy. Anyway, so if you're looking for dog-friendly towns, we've been to Charleston. We've been to Greenville. Such fun, friendly, dog-friendly towns. Charleston, you could take your dog, like, everywhere. We took him into restaurants, into everything. Just really fun, fun places to go with your dog. So I just wanted to share all that with you. And I want to give a quick shout-out to Katie and the dog that she is fostering, Ray. He was having some surgery this week, so I want to give a shout-out. I hope he's feeling better and hope he's doing well. And uh, we're saying prayers that he's, he's all better. So everybody, have a great day, have a great week, and don't forget to hug your dog. You've been listening to Simply Paws with Donna Jean Shabunko, a fun, uplifting show about dogs with happy stories. Join us next week for more Simply Paws.